can a powerhouse woman under pressure tune into her pleasure? Can you be sharp in the boardroom and soft in the bedroom? Welcome to the Leader and Lover Podcast. I'm your host, Cherie Spigner. We will take a journey and explore all aspects of Black women and having it all. We'll talk about relationship, career, status, religion, spirituality, love, and sex, all the things that contribute to the total us. So please join us as we take the journey on the Leader and Lover podcast, because girl, you definitely can have it all. Well, hello there. This is Cherie Feigner, your host for the Leader and Lover podcast. Boy, oh boy. Life has changed pretty dramatically over the last four months. April was the last time I put out a recording and I was going on vacation to visit with my mother, me and my fiance. We had gotten our vaccinations and I went to go visit her. And so I figured I would resume my podcast after my wedding. So I just need to catch people up on where things have been. Like I said, I got married May 22nd, but unfortunately, even though we had a beautiful visit with my mother and it was so touching, she had mentioned to Tracy that she was really happy that he was marrying me. She had been wanting me to be married for a long time. See how we live by other people's expectations. I had definitely, uh, what do I want to say? I definitely had cut the cloth, if you will, of feeling like I needed to be married because people expected me to be, but I wanted to be married because I wanted to be. And I was able to tell her he was definitely worth the wait. And she agreed, uh, which was powerful because shortly after my visit, my mother called me and said that she had masses on her liver. She hadn't been feeling great, but it wasn't anything that she was alarmed about. And actually when I visited her, she looked pretty good. So had no thought of her being sick. And so the following week we found that out. May 13th, my mother passed away. So as Charles Dickens says, it was the best of times and it was the worst of times. It was the week before my wedding, but the beauty was she got to see me and Tracy. She got to see the love and I got to spend time with her. I spent so much time with her. We were there for a week. And normally when I'm home, I stay with her. So I run the streets <laughs> and then I come in in the evenings. But because I had Tracy with me, we stayed in the hotel. And so it was like, we were intentional to stop by and spend time with her. She would sit in the living room and we'd talk and she showed Tracy all the albums when I was growing up, my pictures. She would show him a picture of me and a picture of Julian and ask him which one it was. And he was always getting them wrong. <laughs> I was like, I know Julian looks like me. Julian's my daughter. But I didn't think she looked that much like me where my husband would think that she was me. But it was just a wonderful time, a wonderful time. But it definitely showed me that life is short. Time with our loved ones is not forever, or that it is not guaranteed, and that we need to love our people as we have the time to do that. So the following week, <laughs> I got married to the man of my dreams, the man that I've referenced in this podcast before, as I've talked to many, many of our guests. 
And it's been amazing. So I said, you know, it, it took a while for me to get back on my feet as far as just getting grounded. We had a beautiful wedding. Our wedding had a theme of travel. I travel a lot and we've done a lot of traveling during our time together. And so it had a travel theme. We were going to Ghana. So we went to a place called Aquaba, which is welcome in Ghana. It was black owned. I mean, we were very intentional in our wedding of the cultural aspect of it. We got married in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, the place of my adopted city, the place that I do love. And we, we partied the whole weekend. We just had an amazing time with friends and loved ones and people that are just, and have been just rooting for our, for us individually and then for our relationship. So it was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful weekend that my mother told me, A, no matter what happened with her, get married and B, do not adjust any of your plans for the wedding. So even though Tracy was so willing to say, we don't have to do this, you don't have to get married. I honored her wishes because I know that's what she wanted for me. I know deep down in her heart, she's always wanted me not to live in sin. <laughs> you know how we grow up in religion and we don't want to live in sin. So to give her that gift, not knowing that she was not going to be able to enjoy that with us, but to give her that gift, it meant everything to me. So yeah, that's where we're at. And so many beautiful things have happened. It's as if my parents are just up in heaven, like saying, this is going to happen for my baby. This is going to happen for my baby. <laughs> they are just acting up because Philly Mag picked our engagement story up. And it was just a beautiful spread that they did about, you know, finding love and chronicling our story of meeting during the pandemic online and the way in which we dated and came to, you know, our, our date of marriage, they followed us up to that point. And then the New York times picked us up from there talking about our zoom mance, our romance via online capabilities and, and just the love that we have the love with joy. And then Oprah magazine picked us up and that article just came out and talks about all the inner work that I did to find love at 50. So one, love is waiting for anyone who's ready for it. There's a couple of things that I felt like I had to do. One was getting out of my own way. All these lists, all these things of what I thought things should look like, what this person looks like. My husband's formally incarcerated. That definitely was not on my list. <laughs> my husband does not have a formal higher education. That was on my list. You know, he doesn't necessarily check every formal box that I had of what my husband would look like, but he is one of the most amazing men I know for so many reasons. And all that formal education does nothing. He has so much common sense and just life sense and skills and ability. And it just shows me how as women, sometimes we probably are going to overlook our blessings because we're you know, not wanting someone to have kids, or we're not just all the things that we can tend to use as barriers, actually, because we think we're protecting ourselves. But the reality is that we're probably just a little afraid to lean into love. And we'll put a lot of excuses as to why um, we can't lean into that love. So fear, the checklist, and then the working on yourself, doing the work to trust yourself. Because if you don't trust yourself, then your instinct is off. 
People asked me about meeting someone online. Isn't that scary? It wasn't because I totally trusted myself. I totally trusted my instinct. I knew energetically that I would only bring good people to me. I had an amazing experience dating online. I dated several wonderful, wonderful people. Tracy definitely rose to the top and was the cream of the crop, but I dated several people that I could totally have seen myself, you know, having a very fulfilling relationship with. The other piece was being available. It was COVID. I had two of my exes checking in on me, bringing me groceries, making sure I was okay and all that stuff. It would have been so easy for me to have defaulted to what was comfortable, what I knew, and to not be lonely. So making sure that we're available. So when I met Tracy, I was available and he had a very similar situation, had just ended a a relationship and could have you know, backed into it possibly and stayed in it for a long time or could have gone back to some old things, but we were both available. So getting out of your own way, not having fear and being available. So don't be worried about being lonely because if you are with the wrong person, then you are blocking the blessing that's coming your way. And then just, wow, I, it's hard to explain, you know, the editor at O, she said, we have, we have researched you guys. And that was a funny story because they, they hit me on every possible email and platform that they could. And I thought it was fake. And so it wasn't until they hit me on LinkedIn. I was thinking, well, LinkedIn is a pretty reputable business site. So I Googled everyone. I want to make sure I was like, oh, magazine. But that's another thing, not being limitless in your thought process. I was posting our pictures and and a tagging essence and ebony and, you know, just things that I thought we fit in. I wasn't even thinking about, oh, I mean, and talk about a full circle moment. I went to college and, and majored in communications because of Oprah Winfrey. So talk about a full um, circle moment of manifestation. And so back to the story, the woman says, you and Tracy just look like pure joy. You look like you really love each other. And I said, you know what? That's because we do. We have pure joy. We met each other at the absolute right time. We both had done work on ourselves. We both had had relationships that we had learned from, and we both were still open for love. We weren't afraid and we trusted ourselves. And that is what our union is all about. And for whatever reason, it has resonated with people. People have been inspired by us. People reach out to me all the time and ask me about dating advice and things they should do and their profiles and just things where I know that I have a bigger platform and a bigger voice. And so moving forward with the podcast, we're going to probably be making some changes. One is that Tracy will be joining me more often so that we can do some Q&A and we can answer some questions and things like that. We're going to really activate our Facebook page so that we can get some interaction there. I'll probably be going live. We may be doing some coaching. So I'm really excited about the things that are going to be happening with the podcast. But in the meantime, we're going to go ahead and like drop some episodes that I had recorded prior to everything. I'm going to be posting and recording more often so that you know what's happening in Tracy's relationship and feel free to drop questions, send me an email through the Sheree at the leader and lover podcast.com email address and send me any questions that you have about me, my journey, questions that you would ask maybe Tracy. I know women tend to 
want to know what men think. And he gives me a lot of advice because I'm in a lot of women's groups and it's always interesting to hear his response to a question versus mine. So I just kind of feel like we're here to serve and that is what I'm going to do. And so I'm going to figure out a way to make sure that we are accessible to the people who want us to be accessible to them. Okay. So Thank you so much for giving me this time. I'm glad that I was finally able to get through this episode and share with you all the wonderful things that have happened. And I'm happy. I'm whole. I'm complete. And if I didn't think I had it all before, I know I have it all now. An amazing career. A phenomenal husband. I remember at my wedding, I'd done a surprise for Tracy and I'd brought dancers out and I was sharing with my guest, you know, in those moments when you're by yourself and you're all alone. And I was thinking, God, like, why are you testing me? My mother dying the week before my wedding. I literally was still in California handling business on the Tuesday that my family, part of my family was flying to Philadelphia to start their trek to our wedding. I mean, it was resilience, right? That's who we are, powerfully made. And if one thing I didn't learn about us, going to the, the slave dungeons in Ghana, it was shared with us that they chose Africans because we were the most physically strongest and the most mentally strongest. You got to think about that. Why are there so many things systemically set up to break us down mentally? And then some of our ancestors were in those tombs for anywhere from three weeks, depending on when the ships went out, to three months. Standing up in feces and bile and blood and death, eating just enough to stay alive and enough to sustain them, but not enough for sustenance and power. And so the word resilience, no matter how we want to slice that pie, it's a reflection of who we are. And if I haven't learned anything about myself, I always thought I was strong, (laughs) but in a way that I can manage a lot at the same time and not be, not get off my square and not get off my center my mother dying, if I could have kept myself in a fetal position forever, I probably would have. But like I told my guest, I know what God wanted me to see. He wanted me to see how amazing my husband was because when I tell you Tracy was with me every tear, every tough moment, and it's still some days, obviously. (laughs) Grief is tricky and it comes at different times but I have the most amazing people in my life that I've attracted and I have the most amazing partner. So he's just supportive of us. Life continues to throw us curveballs, but he is right there with me catching them and throwing them back. So I know it doesn't sound like it, but I'm ecstatically happy about everything that's going on. And I just wanted to pop on to share that. Um, update you all and just let you know that there's a lot of amazing things coming soon. So hang with me, bear with me, but it's going to be worth the wait. So this is Sharice Feigner. Now I'm Sharice Syfax of the Leader and Lover podcast. And uh, this has been very therapeutic for me. And next time it won't be so many tears, but there are, I hope you understand. (laughs) Thanks.